conductive wire And you were so electric I had no say when you came so near And just passed right through me Hey everyone, welcome to Geekdom is Back. I'm your host, Deanna Chapman, and today I am joined by Janice Hawkins, and we are talking about Spirited Away, and we have a special announcement at the end of the episode, so listen to the whole thing. Yeah, it's super exciting, fun thing. Janice, how are you today? I'm doing great. Watched a lot of anime this morning. You definitely just wait until right before you need to do things to watch everything, and it kind of stresses me out. Oh no, I'm sorry. I always get it done in time, but yeah, sorry. At least you didn't have to take as extensive notes on this one. Yeah, yeah, I didn't take very many this time. So I wanted to start this out by saying this is an anime thing I had seen before. Mm -hmm. I watched it in middle school, I think. Did you remember it? Or was it like seeing it through new eyes? I remembered like the characters in it but nothing about the plot. Mm -hmm. Were you surprised when people were who they were or changed into things that they changed into? Not really. I kind of remembered the no-face plot, and that was it, plot-wise. So you remembered the scariest part of the entire thing. Maybe this is what ruined me, not the It miniseries. Yeah, maybe No Face traumatized you too much and you're like, uh, anime, not for me. (laughs) I could believe it. No Face creeps me out to this day, even when I've seen this movie a couple of times before. But see, then by that logic, it should have made me not read anything Stephen King. But it had the opposite effect, and I read everything. Yeah, that is weird. I don't follow the logic. If anything, you should be a huge, you should have your own anime podcast. If anything. But to be fair, a lot of anime is not like this. (laughs) That's true. This is like the pinnacle of Studio Ghibli, I think. Um, Probably the best thing they've done. Definitely not my favorite, but definitely the best thing they've done. Yeah. So normally I go through the cast for this. But I watched Mm -hmm. it in Japanese, so I wasn't familiar with any of the names, and I would just butcher all of them completely. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. But I'm pretty sure they got some big names for the English dub, right? Probably so. We can pull that up. I mean, they have John Ratzenberger, who is great at every voice that he does. Who's he? I'm so bad at um, voice actors, unless they're like... Steve Bloom or the guy who voices like Hiei and Yu Yu Hakusho. I don't know who any of these people are. Okay, so John Ratzenberger is Ham from Toy Story. Oh, okay, that guy. Yeah. Yeah. And he did Ratatouille cars and a whole lot of Pixar stuff. Okay, so he's an established like voice actor, voice actor. He's mm-hmm. not just in it for the celebrity factor. No, and I kind of like that better for some of the dubbed stuff, just because I think these people are already better at it because they're playing animated characters all the time. They know how to act with their voice. Yes. But his name and Tara Strong are kind of the two big ones for voice work because she is in like Teen Titans, The New Batman Adventures... The Powerpuff Girls, the Fairly Odd Parents. So 
another yeah. one that's done. She a voices Bo the baby. Ton of voice. Yeah, it's pretty great, if you ask me. Yeah, that's wonderful. Um, I'm looking at it right now, and it looks like the voice of Lynn in the English version is uh, Susan Egan, who did uh, Megara in Hercules. So Okay. That really fits that character. Uh, like. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But anyway, fun time, I imagine, with the English dub, even though that's not the one I watched. But <laughs> this movie is so good, Janice. It's it's very cute. It's It makes me feel things. <laughs> you remember what it's like to feel things and like... Uh... Not really, but <laughs> <laughs> it's not the point. <laughs> I watched it and I was like, oh... I forgot a lot of this. So it was kind of like watching it for the first time again, which was nice. Because with something this big too, even if I had never watched it, I still would have seen these characters. You know what I mean? For sure. And like some of them are huge branded things. Like people love um, Chihiro and Aku are all over merch, but like the soot sprites are a staple of... Uh, Ghibli merchandise if you go in anywhere that's selling anything really yeah. the studio Ghibli you're gonna see a soot sprite it's kind of great though I love them I love those little guys I kind of love when that happens though like you get characters that just become so big that even if you're not interested or haven't seen what they're in you know what they're in yeah there's like that iconic scene where Chihiro and uh, No Face are on the train Mm-hmm. And I feel like anytime I think about that movie, I think of that still of them just sitting next to each other. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, I imagine watching the movie for the first time, if you've just experienced the internet or going outside, <laughs> you'd be like, okay, that guy's creepy, but I know later they're going to hang out on a train, right? Yeah. And they make you wait a very long time to get to that moment. They do. It's very slow and steady through the whole thing. But the pacing of this is really good. Because it takes a while to sort of hit the peak, but everything moves so fast in this. Yeah, every scene feels like it has a purpose and they're not like dragging it out more than they need to. Literally, the dad is driving so fast (laughs) at the beginning of this. That dad stresses me out because... I do, my father is not like this, but I know so many fathers that are. And it's like when you go to your friend's house and you realize that like not everybody's parents are the same. I like know like eight people with this dad and going to their house, I'd always be like, oh, do I have to? Their dad is so stressful. So weird. Amazing. Why doesn't he just listen? (laughs) What fun would that be, Janice? I guess so. With the pacing of it, like... It's a long movie, and you you would think that there'd be moments where it's kind of wasted, but, like, they do a perfect balance of, like, there's action, but you there's also, like, savoring and enjoyment, and that's one of the things I really like out of, like, Miyazaki's movies is, like, you get to sit in a scene long enough to appreciate what's happening, if that makes sense. And even when it's not, like, an action scene or something, the characters are all compelling enough, like... When Yubaba's like, someone's here, something's coming, and you just see the reaction, and obviously you have her little little helper. Yeah, heads. Those guys are great, which are entertaining every time they're on the screen. Mm-hmm. It kind of felt like the hand in Adam's family. <laughs> oh yeah, 
thing is that his name what's his name yes there we go it's not called the hand but that was it was like that times three yeah or like even just like her standing in the elevator when she goes to that elevator alone to see you baba the first time and there's just some other spirit in the elevator with her and they're just politely standing there going up and there's the tension and they like look at each other it's a very totoro moment Mm-hmm. If uh, if you ever watch Totoro one day, there's that like you're just like standing alongside this giant creature that is acknowledging you and you're like, I don't know anything about what you're about, but you seem like a friend. So, OK. <laughs> yeah, I think this is like the thing every. Well, no, I'm going to take that back. Hold on. Mm-hmm. It's tempting to say this is the anime everyone should start with, but I think that's very untrue, even though It's by far the best anime thing I have ever watched. That would set you up for a really bad expectation for everything else. But also, I'm pretty sure this is the first anime thing I ever watched. (laughs) Yeah. So do with that what you will, because I am me. So (laughs) I feel like uh, as an entry ground, it would set uh, interesting expectations because there are definitely things in movies. It would set a very weird precedent. Yeah, and especially because, like, you don't know that much about Japanese culture, right? No. So, like, a lot of the the spirits and what they are and, like, the customs of, like, the bathhouse and things are probably even more, like, there's an extra layer of bizarre mystery to it. I just like spooky things, Janice. That's all <laughs> I need and it's fine. Yeah, yeah. I'm just thinking, like, maybe... <laughs> Maybe if we start, if you recommend starting people out on stuff so they can get some culture in before they get to this, then it makes a lot more sense. But yeah, it, so you, you get to enjoy it with this layer of like, one, the spirit world is completely like new and foreign to you, but two, also a lot of these like customs and things that they're doing seem like you don't know the difference between like what's fantastical and what's just real things. I mean, taking a bath seems like a normal thing, so. Yeah, yeah. I've never done it, but I assume. (laughs) Sorry, I have to make you laugh once every podcast. You do a lot of horror stories, though, right? So, you Uh know, like traditional, like ghosts getting into a spirit world rules don't eat anything. Yeah. Things like that are pretty straightforward. That's good. That's good. So, you'll know if you ever get spirited away. Don't. (laughs) Don't eat anything. Try not to cross rivers if you can avoid it. Yeah. Bad stuff happens when you cross a river you don't know. Can't come back from that. Exactly. Until you can. Until you can. I really like in the beginning when the parents, like, sit down for the meal, even though, like, nobody's there, and they mom's like, don't worry, we'll pay when they show up. And I'm like, oh, you sure will. Yeah, yeah, you will. <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> will. Mm-hmm. Nightmare. But it's funny because Chihiro didn't want to eat. So it's like in the back of her mind, she knew yeah, that this was not normal <laughs> and that they shouldn't be doing this. And didn't the dad say it was an old theme park? Yeah, he like walks in and immediately has an explanation for it, like all dads do to like logic away the weirdness going on. But where were the rides? He definitely was not a theme park. <laughs> they definitely went to another world. And then he was just like, hmm... I'm going to come up with a theory for what this is so that I don't freak out. Because, <laughs> like, you wouldn't be... you. The forest that they were in is not anywhere behind them. Like, the city that they were in is not anywhere behind them. Like, yeah. this is just yeah, yeah, a yeah. nonsense explanation. No, so. I know that. But I was just like, how did he come to this conclusion when there's absolutely not a single ride in sight? 
Yeah, it was really pig-headed of him. To backtrack real quick, because we didn't really run through the plot. We just started talking about things we like, because that's how my brain works. And, <laughs> you know, they're moving, right? And so she's all upset at the beginning because she's changing schools and having to move. And they see their house. They're like, oh, I think it's the blue one over there. And then the dad just drives into a forest. Yeah. Because that makes sense. Can't back up 10 feet. Gotta just plow through. Yeah. I mean, you gotta do it for the story, Janice. But then he gets to this tunnel that he cannot drive through. Mm -hmm. And you would think that would be a hint. Hmm. The road ends and we are not at our house yet. Yeah. His admirable sense of adventure, he already, it's the sunk cost fallacy that dads tend to have. They got that far. Might as well go check out what's in the creepy tunnel your daughter doesn't want to go into. I mean, I would do that too, so I can't really say too much. (laughs) I'm not going on road trips with you, Deanna. Probably a good idea. (laughs) Don't do that. And then they get through, and like we just said, he decides it was a theme park. Mm Mm-hmm. And he is sniffing the air like a dog. (laughs) Yeah, well, they're city folks, you know. They haven't seen a field of grass in a long time. They're like, oh, fresh air. But then they smell food, which, understandable that you would follow that. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you just can't help it. (laughs) Yeah. But then they go through, and they're not seeing a single person. They stop, and they find the food finally. Yeah. And like you said, the mom's just like, oh, we'll pay later. And they do. They very much do. Completely abandoned food stalls. (laughs) And I was watching this guy get food. And I was like, that is so much food. I was like, is this another dad thing where they just (laughs) eat all of the food? That is, I mean, it is part dad thing. And I think it is part just the fairy spirit curse that as soon as they've tasted it, they can't stop. But it was before he even picked anything up. He was just like, he loaded up two plates for himself and one for the mom. And I was like, is this a dad thing? Like... (laughs) And he stuffs like it in his mouth bigger than his mouth could ever, like food that And he just one bites everything. Yeah. It's impressive and horrifying. (laughs) I was like, I do not want to watch these people eat at all. This is disgusting. And Chihiro didn't either. So she runs off to go look at everything else. And then she finds a boy and we know how that goes. Mm -hmm. He was a boy. She was a girl. (laughs) Can't make it any more obvious. But he recognizes her, and it's weird. Yeah, and I like that they hold off on that for so long, though. Mm -hmm. Because you then kind of forget about it just enough to where when it comes full circle, you're like, oh, yeah, that thing from the beginning. Yeah. And it's great. It's so good. This this was so well done. I I can't (laughs) explain it. (laughs) I'm glad you like it. Which is great for podcast content. Oh, yeah. Can't explain it. Can't explain it. Indescribable. Um, Good audio. So she is invading the spirit world and uh, everyone wants to eat her. But thankfully, Haku, our dragon water boyfriend, sends her to find people who will go help her so that she can sign a contract for work and get a chance to escape later. So Janice, I don't know if you will know the answer to this or not, but weren't all of these people human at one point? I think a lot of them are originally spirits. I think Lynn might have been human and some of those other girls might have been human, but it's really hard to tell because the way that everyone else reacts when they can smell her, like if this was like something that happened a lot, you would think they'd be like, oh, got another one. Okay. And not, ew, gross, she stinks. I don't know. That's fair, because obviously 
there aren't people who have six arms, you know? Yeah, there aren't. So there were definitely some characters where I was like, okay, these ones are definitely just like straight up spirit people, like giant baby, lady with a giant freaking head. (laughs) Not one, but two of them, turns out. twins. (laughs) Yeah, you gotta have twins. I love love that old lady witch because she looks so much like every old lady and every witch in a Miyazaki movie. Um, Okay. She's a good... That's good to know. Yeah. So when you look at... When you see her in other things or someone who looks like her, it's not her. That's just what witches look like sometimes. Yeah. There's a lot going on in this. Yeah, there is. Not only do you have her trying to get her parents back and she like gets this little thing for them to eat so that they would turn back into humans. Yeah. Some river guardian gave her a magic... (laughs) Yeah. And by the time she gets that and gets to her parents again, she can't tell which ones they are because there mm-hmm. are just so many ginormous pigs coming at her. And then you have her trying to get the job. You have this item being stolen, this family dispute <laughs> going on <laughs> between the twin sisters. Yeah. And you have the whole no face thing, but somehow it never feels like too much. Yeah, it's great. I don't know how they did all that balance. There's a whole train ride sequence. There's like so much that happens in rapid succession and you're just like here for the journey the whole time. It's like episodic. And they have time to do like some knitting. Yeah, I really like that. Um, One thing that I really enjoy about just the overall progression of all these like little tasks, it reminds me of like a slice of life anime or like like some sort of other episodic thing but you see Chihiro go from being this girl who was afraid of going in the tunnel she was clinging to her mom the whole time she was afraid of everything she didn't want to interact with the world at all she was cowering at any given moment couldn't get up couldn't run uh to this person who's like she's a strong confident 10 year old who (laughs) can face things that scare her and she's now brave and she thinks and she's like you watch her grow into a little person who's not afraid to like talk and be herself Mm -hmm. it's cool and i think lynn helps with a bit of that too just because for sure she kind of takes her in and is like explaining things not only to her but to us as the audience Mm -hmm. (laughs) and you know they get the the job on the big tub and she's like oh, oh no, here's why this sucks. (laughs) Yeah. And I think that's like one of the magic things about it is that everyone along the way helps her. Lynn is one of the biggest influences on that. But like Haku No Face helps her Mm -hmm. get things throughout the journey. Um, Zeniba like helps her. The baby gets on her side. Like everyone who meets her is just like, yeah, this kid rocks. I'm going to help. Mm-hmm. The radish spirit thing was kind of great, too. Yeah. That's that's my elevator friend, right? Yeah. Yeah. So good. He's just got... All the character designs are really good, too. Yeah. Oh, man. I should have looked up the character designer for this, but they, they did an amazing job. But I think they just, you know, found a way to create characters that stick with you. Like, okay, tell me if I'm crazy. I mean, yes, I am, but... You're crazy. Kamaji was giving me like Dr. Robotnik vibes. It's the it's the Eggman mustache for sure. And the the little like black glasses. Uh-huh. Yeah. He's got that 
aesthetic going for him, but he's the opposite in that you can trust him. He's a friend. So I'm not seeing things. No, I'd see it too. Whenever he like turns his like side profile, especially, I'm like, oh, that's a that's an Eggman. Yeah. Okay. Because <laughs> you know, you and I both recently watched Sonic Two, but because it's Jim Carrey, mm-hmm. I was like, wait, does the animated one look more like Kamaji? <laughs> and I was trying to think, and I didn't look it up until now. And yeah, Kamaji has big, big Sonic villain vibes. Yeah. Okay. I was like, look at that mustache. And he's like sitting in like that little like booth most of the time. So he's yeah. in like the robot platform. Uh-huh. Okay. Okay. Yeah, totally. Just just going to be over here making things tie into Sonic somehow. Love to talk about Sonic. They got to go fast in this movie too, Janice. They got to go so fast. You know what I did notice a lot of? Hmm. They really like wind in anime. They love wind. Like when they first walk out of the tunnel and her parents are walking ahead of her and it gets super windy. Yeah. And then the way they portray running in this, it's like they do it so that it seems like they're just running like faster than the wind. Yeah. Yeah. Anytime she's like running downstairs, she's just moving in like wild ways. Yeah. I really liked it. It looked great. This whole thing, like there isn't a single shot that I did not enjoy. <laughs> One of my favorite things that they do animation wise is watch just watching Haku fly because he's not like a dragon with wings, right? He's got to do it like a weird water snake. Mm-hmm. And just watching him fly through the sky and do things. I'm like, wow, they must have just like You know, those little, like, fuzzy pipe cleaners with the googly eyes, little Mm -hmm. wiggle animals? He moves like one of those. And I imagine them, like, with a wiggle animal in, like, a tunnel, wind tunnel, like, furiously drawing and trying to mimic it. And then they also have those, like, paper birds. Yeah. Too. They're so cool. Yeah. Another thing I love is when she just falls on her face and runs straight into walls. Yeah. (laughs) Because they at first kind of set it up like she's nervous and scared Mm -hmm. and then lynn just points out oh you're really just clumsy are you (laughs) and it's like a running theme throughout the thing of her just smashing into walls and falling on her face slipping off everything yeah it reminded me of someone in particular falling off a railing and landing straight on her face Yeah, getting a little bit carried away. In this anime show that we're watching, Janice. Yeah. You want to talk about the anime show that we're watching? Kind of, yeah. <laughs> okay. So I'm I'm making Deanna watch Keep Your Hands Off, Eizouken, one of the greatest animated TV shows of all time. It's so good. It's so good. And I'm also making her watch only one episode. I can't believe it just came out like, what, two years ago? Yes. Yeah, I'd have to check, but I think it came out in 2020. Yeah, that seems wild to me that it's so recent. And also, on that note with Spirited Away, this still looked so good, and it was 20 years ago? Was it? Oh my gosh, we're so old. Janice, I said I watched it in middle school. I mean, that was a while ago. I just assumed you were very young. (laughs) Yeah, 2001. Wow. I can't believe it still looks as good as it does. That's really a testament. So I think that means I would have watched it in like 2004 or five, maybe. Mm -hmm. Because I know which friends I watched it with. And I know exactly when I would have watched it with those specific friends. So I had to have watched it because we watched it at their house. We didn't like go see it in theaters or something. Mm -hmm. So it had to have been a little while after it was out. This movie is a legal adult. That's so wild. That Yeah. And you can't tell. Like, this could have been made yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. The quality of the animation is 
extremely, extremely good. They definitely, yeah, could talk forever about it. They just definitely knew what they were doing. <laughs> they yeah. shot it so well. But then you have sort of this, I don't know, are we calling it a twist at the end? What's the twist? Because No Face is like this giant monster chasing Chihiro. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and then she feeds No Face the thing she was going to feed her parents, right? Yeah, she does. She gives the last half to him. And he just starts puking everything out, including the people he ate. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, Zaniba's just like, you can stay here with me. That's fine. And I'm just like, wait, what? Are we ignoring the fact that the spirit just like ate literal people? Or I guess not literal people because they were spirits. And then you have the fact that the item got returned. Everything is fine. And, you know, there was this whole big thing about her going to where Zaniba lives and how it's a one-way train. And they were making it sound like she just would not come back. And everything was totally fine. Yeah. Like, great time. Great little dinner, you know, everything worked out. Well, and I think it's important to stress that, like, who calls Zaniba an evil sorceress who's terrible and all this stuff? It's Yubaba who actually sucks. So, like... But even Kamaji was like you know, it's a one-way train. Yeah. I think that, I mean, maybe none of them have ever met the Wicked Witch of the West, and it <laughs> turns out that she's just a nice person and nobody's ever gotten a chance to talk to her. Yeah. Yeah. It was uh, not what I expected, given the way all the characters were acting. Yeah. Um. So I don't know for sure if no face is based on a real type of uh, a real type of like Japanese ghost that exists. There's a lot of Japanese ghosts. I, as a horror fan, I feel like you might be familiar with some of them. Maybe. Oh, you should. That is a uh, thing that you should start in looking into uh, as you are f unburdened <laughs> by the Stephen King life because Japanese ghosts are cool and they have a lot of rules and they have a lot of uh, like tests. And so like a lot of times they'll like ask you a question and depending mm -hmm. on your answer, you might get murdered. Oh, that sounds right up my alley. <laughs> yeah, they're really, they're really, really cool. So I don't know if No Face is a typical spirit or if he was created for this, but his whole thing is that he just does, like, he's lonely. He's got nobody. No one likes him. Uh, he's got no friends. He's got no family. He's got no purpose. And uh, Chihiro can see that he's just bored and sad, kind of, right? Like, when he's eating all those people, it's because he's, like, trying to fill some void inside of him. And he, like, eats those people and, like, gets their f personalities and stuff, but it's not him. So mm -hmm. I really like when Chihiro gives him that like little nugget of purification and he just goes back to being his empty self mm -hmm. uh like, that you can like see completely through him again he doesn't have anybody's voices and then when they go to Zeniba, she's just like i'll give you a home here's some things you can do you can help me and he's just Wild. like this is all i ever wanted <laughs> <laughs> can you imagine just being like you're a spirit that's fine you can that's fine yeah, she's like, oh, you're pretty good at, like, um, spinning the yarn, so you live here now. Yeah. And he's like, okay, mom, thank you. Yeah, it's great. And then you get back, and Bo is brought back, so everything is fine again, but also Yubaba's just like, I'm not going to keep my word. And then she has to because everyone is staring at her and yeah. booing her. And I love when they all hide. 
when she like turns around and says something though still yeah everyone's like just give her her parents and she's like i literally have to follow the rules i'm sorry <laughs> like this is one of the rules of spirit world she has to play the game so many rules yeah the japanese society is they love a rule they do yeah the ghosts the ghosts especially at least they have rules and it's not just complete chaos yeah yeah it's like if you study for the test you can avoid you can pass certain doom yeah yeah some of them are rigged where either answer is bad um and you just have to ignore yeah but that's fair but overall i thought this was really good and then you have the end where she remembers too she remembers his name which he didn't remember. Yeah. And she remembers, like, why they know each other. Yeah. And it was it was really good. It's so sweet. I love the two of them so much. Um, they capture a pure-hearted love really well between two people in this. And then you remember they're, like, ten, and you're like, oh, okay. And he's, like, a river. Yeah. So There's that. He's like, we'll meet again in the future, I promise. And I'm like, will you? You're a river. <laughs> She has to go jump in a river again, I guess. I guess so. <laughs> Gotta chase a shoe. Yeah. Um, but ugh, it's so cute. This was really good. Yeah, it is very good. Have you met anyone who hasn't liked this? I'm gonna be real with you. I did not care for this movie the first time I watched it. I gave it like... But you knew it was good. Yeah. It was like Dune again. It was like Dune. <laughs> yeah. It was a movie that is technically very amazing and just did not strike me at first. I think... When I was, I have feel, I don't know if I've told this story, but when I was younger, when I was in like middle school and high school, I did not enjoy Studio Ghibli movies. Each one that I saw, I was like, I don't really get it. And then now, like in college and in adulthood, when I've rewatched them, I've been like, oh, this is incredible. But I don't know what the difference was. I don't know if I was just like super into action and stuff at the time that I could not get it into gear but now i'm on board that's good because this is good it's very good it's really good since i didn't watch the dubbed version i feel like it made me pay more attention to it which was great okay because i feel like i noticed a lot more than i would have if i had watched the dubbed version because i would have been looking at other things that is kind of my theory now is I wonder if, because I don't have strong subs versus dubs feelings, but I do think that subtitled, you kind of have to be more engaged just by the action of being forced to read. Mm -hmm. So you do think it it pulled you in a little bit more than it would have otherwise? Well, since I had already seen this, Mm -hmm. even though I didn't remember much about the plot, I already kind of knew how I was going to feel about it, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Because I was like, oh, I remember this being good. I don't remember why it was good. Yeah. So I'm glad I watched it again. So it was probably a little bit of both. It was probably just yeah. also the enjoyment of a really wonderful piece of media. Yeah. But I feel like I'm just going to keep saying this was good. So I think that's all I have. Okay. Do you have anything else? What did you think of the music? Did you notice the music throughout it? Fantastic. Yeah. It really, it really just hits so good the whole time. I think... Honestly, the music is best when I don't actively notice it because mm-hmm. we were watching something for something else and there was some background music going on that was very unpleasant to my ears. So you and I were watching Pat Labor. I noticed some really like high-pitched background music and it hurt my ears. Oh no, <laughs> that's rough. 
I didn't notice, but I'm not I'm not good at hearing most frequencies and you are by nature of your work an audio person. It's great and terrible all at the same time. Yeah, I can't even imagine. I love not noticing sounds be bad. It's probably for the best because I was like, what is this? It needs to stop. And it wasn't even like high pitched like horror music. Like I can do that, like the Carrie music which I don't know if that means anything to you. It doesn't, but I'm going to keep nodding. Halloween? Oh, yeah. Okay, I know Halloween. It's not high-pitched, though, is it? Some of the things are. But with this, everything was just so pleasant that my ears weren't like, oh, no, there's music. (laughs) That is when I know the soundtrack is not good. Like, I don't need to notice the soundtrack. Yeah. For it to be good, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, I could see that. Like, I mean... I'll watch something like Halloween and obviously you notice the Halloween theme because it's the Halloween theme. And Mm. it's the same with like Star Wars. Like each character has their own theme music when they are doing things. Yeah, they got their leitmotif. Yes, those are the words. It might be light. I don't know. Leitmotif? Leitmotif? I don't know. I I don't know. Pretend I didn't major in anything music related. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know which song, if it's the main song or if it's one that comes in, but for some reason, the only time I would ever notice the music is when this one song would come on. And it's because it reminded me of uh, Adele's Hello from the Other Side. Because <laughs> it had like a da-da-da-da-da, but then it wouldn't go da-da-da. It would just stay like in what it was doing. And so <laughs> that would like take me out of moments occasionally because I'd feel like thinking about Adele suddenly. But it was good because the music is good and that song is good. But yeah. Yeah. This whole thing. So good. Five out of five. Mm-hmm. Kira's journey. Love it. Yeah. So recommendation wise, as you know, Janice, I still haven't seen that much anime stuff, but I did watch Star Wars Visions. And I think it's really fun to watch that and see like the different animation styles because none of them are like really like this. I think this is just on a whole other level. And what is Star Wars Visions to people who haven't seen Star Wars Visions? It's an anthology show where different studios tell different stories. So each episode is its own little Star Wars story, which is fun because you can kind of just get in and out in like 20 something minutes and you don't have to worry about how it necessarily connects to everything because Star Wars is a lot. Star Wars is so much. It's like keeping track of everything in the MCU. And most of the episodes are done by different anime studios, right? Yeah, I think there were a couple that did two episodes. Mm -hmm. I think Studio Trigger might have done Trigger did do two. two. I think Science Saru, who does Keep Your Hands Off, Azokin, also does two. Yes. And I think there's nine episodes. I watched it pretty quickly. I think I watched it in like two sittings. Goes down smooth. Yeah. One day I'll watch it. I mean, I know why you haven't watched it, (laughs) but of all the Star Wars things, I think this is the one you would enjoy. That is probably true. Yeah, I'll check it out one day, especially because I love Studio Trigger so much. Studio Trigger is a lot. I want to see their two episodes for sure. But Janice, do you have a recommendation? I do. Um, So there is a movie that came out recently uh, called A Whisker Away, and it is about a girl who accidentally trades places with a cat and she has a crush on a boy and uh she has to go at some points into the like cat spirit world and uh the cat spirit world there 
reminds me a lot of like an homage to Spirited Away. Um, It's got a lot of similar features and it's very cute. And so it's obviously not going to be a 10 out of 10 movie like Spirited Away is, but it is a cute, enjoyable little anime movie about a girl who has to learn some valuable lessons and interact with some spirits. I'm absolutely shocked that you recommended something with a cat, Janice. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, And anime has a lot of them, so it makes it easy. Yeah. Well, since we've kind of hinted at me watching more anime throughout this. And me forcing you to do it. Yes. Do you want to tell everyone what we are doing? Yeah, that would be fun. Um, So when I first heard that Deanna had not watched much anime other than Star Wars, Visions, and Spirited Away, um, I was like, this is a problem that I can solve. And so I begged Deanna to do a podcast with me where we would watch anime together. Um, At first, it was going to be 12 episodes of this podcast. mm -hmm. And then my brain broke. Well, and then I think uh, the right assumption is that this audience might not all all 500 of your listeners (laughs) might not want to listen to that many of them. But thank you. (laughs) 12 episodes in a row. Yeah, so then we were bouncing around ideas for either doing it like on Patreon, but you wanted your friends to be able to listen to it. So without having to pay you. <laughs> yes. That's fair. That's fine. <laughs> and so we were like, okay, we'll just do like a spin-off thing and it'll be the same 12 episodes. Cuz then we were like, what if we only do 6 episodes and then it was just getting messy with <laughs> trying to three. Yeah do all of that and make it shorter. Since it's a spinoff of Welcome to Geekdom, uh, in traditional anime or video game fashion, uh, the name of it is In the Gaiden of Geekdom, uh, because Gaiden implies that it's a spinoff. Yeah, that is how that works, Uh I believe. Mm -hmm. And I'm forcing Deanna to watch the TV show Keep Your Hands Up, Azokan one episode at a time in a gruelingly slow speed. (laughs) Painful, painfully slow. And, you know, it just so happens that that podcast is going to sort of coincide with the end of this podcast. Oh, that's true. Because we'll be dropping the episodes this summer. And they're, like we said, will be 12 of them plus a little intro episode. So 13 lucky number. And this podcast is going to be ending with episode 300 in case you missed the little Twitter announcement. Which is sad, but you'll move on do bigger and amazing things. I'll find another project, please. Like we <laughs> Yeah, you don't, don't know that for long. <laughs> <laughs> but I think 300 will be good. That'll be good. I can always bring it back if I want. But you can always bring it back. We'll we'll have thirteen more episodes of fun for anyone who wants to listen to it. Yeah, wants to listen to us talk about anime. And alongside the episodes of the TV show, we watch a movie or an OVA or something. Yeah, basically, if you enjoyed this episode, those episodes will be better formatted because Janice is better at preparing than I am. <laughs> That's not true. I just have a rigid schedule that I. She I has a rules. whole spreadsheet. Don't listen to her. <laughs> With so many notes. I gave Janice zero notes for this episode before we did it. <laughs> so there's that. Hopefully you will all listen. Yeah. Um, it would be great to have at least five people. Uh, at least. <laughs> Might be tough, but I think we can do it, Janice. I think we could do it. 
Well, thank you for letting me just sit here and say Spirited Away is good. Thank you for giving me a reason to watch Spirited Away again.